Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory. Keep that bit in, John, where I just screamed because I messed up the intro. <laughs> the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one, just one, can be taken through to the next stage where it will replace the stone of destiny in the forthcoming very worthwhile and very sensible celebration of our new king. I'm Joel, the man who puts the core into coronationry. Coronationry? Street? Coronation, and across from me is John Harris, a man who is currently so torn between his French and English identities ahead of this weekend that he's covered his guillotine in bunting and he's using it to slice a quiche. Hello, John. Hello, mate. Roi, 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 roi. That's that's French for king. There you go. <laughs> oh, lovely. The French, stuff. the French love this stuff, though. It's it's a bit funny that they, you know, the irony of what they did in the past with their monarchy, because now they can't get enough of kings and queens. Interesting. Do you think they miss them? <laughs> they, not, well, they're not happy with their 19 Louis. That's what it is. Willi- William and Charles are saying, you'll miss us when we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't it always seem to go? That's what the French <laughs> sing. Um, so, do you know much about this Stone of Destiny? Because this is the first I've heard of it. Uh, I saw it yesterday and I couldn't... In the flesh? No, oh I wish. God. They wouldn't let me anywhere near that. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It looks like a fucking breeze block. I thought it was going to be like a fun <laughs> jewel. It looks like, and it goes, you know, it goes under... So he sits on a little chair and the little chair's got a special compartment under it for the big stone to go in while he's being, <laughs> while he's being coronated. Is this a new thing for Charles or is this every time they coronate? The, the Stone of Destiny predates mankind. Wow. The, uh, that's how they found monkey kings. You would kill the monkey king with the Stone of Destiny and you would be the monkey king. And did a little bit of flint n- come off the side of the Stone of Destiny and that's what made the pick of Destiny for the that's Tenacious the pick D of movie? Destiny. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That's good to know. Jack Black's next in line to the throne. <laughs> Jack, right, a 90s film where Jack Black is king would... Oh, that would be good. You know, one of those real mix-ups where they, they find out, like the Princess Diaries, I guess, isn't that kind of the... Is that the story there? I but don't know, Jack but Black, yeah. Jack Black finds out he's actually separated at birth. He's next in line to the throne. <laughs> that would be... That would be good. Real fish out of water stuff. I'm into that. There we go. First, first film idea of the episode. What would you call it? Oh, we'll it's difficult. To, we'll come back it's to that. It's difficult. It is difficult. How about 
we do some film ideas, not yeah. off the cuff. How about we do some film ideas carefully sculpted by our beautiful listeners at home? I've yes. got one here from Dan. The unlikely pilgrimage of McDonald's fries. Alternatively, the Stanley Milgrimage of Harold Fry. Harold Fry is asked to perform in a psychological experiment with disturbing implications. Uh, I don't know the Milgram experiment. Do you know it? it? I believe so. That's the one where, I'm sure you know it, where they a pretend... They, no, 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 it's the one where you're in a separate room from someone and a doctor is asking you to perform electric shocks on them. To zap them. Yeah, and, and it basically yeah. they pretend like it's like killing the person in the other room and they, it's to but, see and whether... people keep zapping, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> they do. Because they can't see the person, so they're zapping. <laughs> and that's like the, isn't, that, isn't that like that cognitive dissonance between people that fly drone planes? What? You know, like if you just sit and you fly a drone with an Xbox controller when you're in the army... Oh, right. And you're just zapping. It's different than if you're in the trenches. I, I thought the implication was anyone who flies a drone is more likely to hurt. So, like as if, like, you know, somebody does it for a hobby in the garden. They're the worst of all. <laughs> They're capping zapping. Um, I like the unlikely pilgrimage of McDonald's fries because I can imagine this being, there's that, isn't there that cheeseburger somewhere in a Scandinavian museum that they bought 30 years ago and it's just in a box? And it looks exactly the same as when it was bought. Like nothing has rotted, nothing has changed. So he's going to go and eat that? No, John. Sorry. Give me room to breathe. We're <laughs> going to, this chip is going to fall out of a box, uneaten, and we're going to see this chip survive the next 10,000 years of human evolution. Ah. Through the eyes a- of a chip, we're going to see how humankind changes and evolves. I love it. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting fact, the car that me and my partner are currently using, it's not ours, but we are currently using it, has a sat-nav in it. Has been reported you know. stolen. <laughs> 2023, mate, there's a sat-nav in it, right? Mm-hmm. And due to some sort of branding or licensing deal, I don't understand, it tells you like where important locations are, like service stations and hospitals, but it also tells you where McDonald's are. Mm, this is really not feed. This is not. This is really feeding into the narrative that you feed your child McDonald's three times a day. <laughs> when you press home on your sat nav in the car, it takes you to a drive through. How on that subject, John? How disgusting a fact would you have to learn about McDonald's to stop feeding it to your child? <laughs> oh, well, because we already know the disgusting. Well, I don't know if it's a fact, but the sort of urban legend that I believe is probably true, which is the reason that the the the, ice the nuggets are made of eyes. Off- <laughs> the ice cream machines are often broken is because of how unsanitary they are what does he like most my son mm. the ambience it's the atmosphere isn't it that's the thing that's he's what he requests for, he's paying for the theater of it all i don't know he likes it all chips mm. chips are good aren't they because you can do like you can do like you could go there and get him like carrot sticks and apple pieces and mm. maybe but you don't do you john you don't do that <laughs> no you're getting, big, you're getting big chips and an unsanitary milkshake and you say, enjoy your breakfast. We'll be back here in three hours. <laughs> I really remember. Do they still do fish fingers? Oh, I don't believe so. So fish fingers used to be part of the Happy Meal. And I can so clearly remember the taste of those fish fingers because they tasted unlike any fish finger I've ever eaten at any other point in my life. I don't know who was making the McDonald's fish fingers. They were weird. Oh, no, I think, I think you can still get fish fingers. Three pieces mm. as part of the Happy Meal. That's probably too much omega, too much goodness for your son, isn't it? You want to, you want to keep that, keep that away from him. Hokey or developed. Pollock? Oh, they were definitely cod back in the day. The fillet of fish now just says white fish. Fair enough. <laughs> Which I makes me think it's like nine different fish <laughs> crammed together in a cube. I and think again, we're a bit too precious about that. Like, oh, it's white fish. Who cares? Well, no, I, I eat them. 
The last thing I had at McDonald's was a while ago, and it was three filet fish back to back to back. Going back to the idea of something that would be so disgusting, there's that famous clip online, isn't there, of Jamie Oliver trying to show kids how a chicken nugget is made. The kids don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> he, could, like- he could ram a live chicken into a blender in that <laughs> clip, and the kids would eat nuggets, right? Because you don't understand. It take, I think it's quite a long time before you really understand how meat products are made. Also, when you're a kid, you don't really know about animals having feelings. Is that universal? Kids do. So. Kids are always like killing fish, aren't they? And killing <laughs> dogs. They are. I didn't. I didn't do that much of it, but I'm pretty sure they are. You just did the, like the normal amount of. Kids dog always kicking. like squeeze squeeze a cat until it dies, <laughs> don't they? Isn't that what a christening is? <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting. What was this? Uh, the unlikely pilgrimage and the other one. Oh, Stanley put so he, Jim Broadbent is forced to do that experiment. Zapping. He's zapping. <laughs> Stop saying something like that. It's like you need, hey, John. It's Joel's new catchphrase. John, why don't you zap another film idea my way? <laughs> zap, zap. Um, this one is from Tony. Residential evil. A local estate agent tries to stop a zombie outbreak. That's really good. Yeah. How, I mean, how? I mean. Has access. To, he knows which houses are the most fortified, I guess, which is handy. Mm, how does he? Yeah, uh, that's true. He's got an idea of. So he knows about a house with a big bunker and a safe room and a gun room. Yes. Because he's, cause he's trying to sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, no one wants to buy it because it's too overblown with safety features that no one ever thinks they'll ever need. So he's got the keys to on, on him at all times. And he goes out there and he gets strapped up. Here's the thing though, Joel. After all that time in that fortified house, yeah, strapping up, trying to kill all these zombies, he, he suddenly realises, why does this small village have a zombie outbreak and why does this small village have this enormous fortified evil looking mm. house evil looking house that the local billionaire wanted to sell out of the blue it's because the zombies are in the basement Ah, oh, that is classic that's where the zombies come from yeah and they say you're not locked in here we're not locked in here with you you're locked in here with us is that is that the catchphrase i don't know and yeah, they don't that's the catchphrase they're speaking zombies in this one by the way yeah we haven't i'd like a speaking zombie <laughs> but then you could reason with it so it's probably not. Zombies not do idea. speak. They say brains over and over again, apparently. Brains. Which is what the chicken nuggets you feed your son are made of. How about this one from Joe? Hercules. But her, like the movie Her, with the AI voice. Which is, like, that's her. Came out maybe like 2011, 2012. Mm. The AI uh, voice thing, that's just going to be a big feature of our lives. That, does that predate Siri? Oh, does the or film Her ra- predate Siri? Siri? Hiri, Siri. <laughs> Um, that, that's kind of where we're headed, right? So, listeners, <laughs> listeners don't realise this, but I couldn't make it last week, so John just ran my voice through an AI. And it was a great people episode. Said, people have said it's the best episode we've ever done. <laughs> there was no edits either. It was great. Um, <laughs> so, right. So, it's the year 2074, and the new AI program that people want, like sort of Greek gods is really in right now. Okay, cool. So cool. they're setting up these new sort of AI units in their houses that are inspired by the gods. And what happens is there is an AI that is... Who's the devil in, in the, the Greek? Is that Hades? Pantheon? Hades. They, they set... One, one of these cool edgy companies sets up a Hades sort of AI for your house and mm-hmm. it all goes awry. And a local estate agent in a fortified house <laughs> has to go out and kill all the AIs. Here we go again. It's the unlikely <laughs> <Yeah>. sequel. 
I'd love, love a- to see. I'd love a series where every film and estate agent has to take down <laughs> a huge horror threat. In my head, it's um, it's sort of like it's like mid noughties sort of raunchy comedy. I'm I'm thinking Matthew Horn is the is the estate agent. Oh really? So you're thinking if he'd been an estate agent in the film Lesbian Vampire Killers, exactly. that could have led that could have led to a the cinematic prequel. universe. <laughs> hey, Corden's out of a job. Hello. White, let's get the fucking gang back together. Finally. C- Corden and Horn, they're estate agents. Would and you like killing enough- zombies? Would you and like enough with Greek gods? <laughs> Hercules is great. It's, it's a really good pun. Thank you, Joe. But mm-hmm. as soon as I started trying to work it out, because the other thing is we've we've said it's the AI her, right? But mm-hmm. it could just be people are gender swapping stuff at the minute. It's a lady, lady Hercules, sort of Wonder Womany vibes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Xena this? Xena Warrior from- Princess, John. If I oh, may be so bold. Oh my dizzy days! Oh my giddy aunt! The there's this on my television. I've got Samsung TV, and for some reason, it has these like digital channels after the normal channels as these digital channels, and they are some of the randomest stuff. You do. there's an, there's one channel that just plays Jamie Oliver shows all day long. There's another <laughs> one that sh- just shows old Teletubbies episodes. It's honestly it's bizarre. There's one that's like a, a a tuna fishing channel, just all day like an American show where they just fish for tuna. But one of them, it just shows those retro sort of nineties. Um, oh yeah, man, sort of. That, so like the Hercules from that era, the Xena Warrior Princess, all of that stuff. This sounds like a weird Black Mirror episode that you found yourself in. <laughs> yeah, some of the strange, yeah, it, or like, um, or like, did yeah, we like do a, an episode. Do we do an episode where we did Black Mirror? Episodes? We did way back in the day. Wow, we could I'd do like another. And, I'd like to dig that out and see if see if Brooker owes us some sweet <laughs> sweet coin. Yeah, because I. Uh, we should go back to that one because I remember back in back at the time thinking these these are just sort of half decent episode ideas. Yeah. Not, we weren't we weren't really trying to do silly puns. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at Bluenile dot com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The time. Right. What about this one from Stu? Rose, Mary's baby. The alternative timeline to Titanic where you realise Rose was actually the demon child and her mother Mary orchestrated the Titanic's crash to try and rid the world of her evil. Yeah? Right. 
okay, so there's an evil being on board the Titanic. We got to sink this mother. Yeah. So like, yeah, I guess. That, do you know what that is? That's the age-old problem where the the train's coming down the track. Do you pull the lever to kill the second coming of Satan, or <laughs> and a lot of people on a boat, or save humanity? Yes. You know? I think there's some, something good in this. Like, Can you know, you the under- them overboard. If your daughter starts cl- climbing on the ceiling and her head spinning around, couldn't you just sort of at night just chuck her overboard? <laughs> Why would they like? There's something Unless about it. Spreads. It, that maybe it, either it spreads, or, or like maybe she's a very important figure, or they can't. It can't get out that they've killed this demon because it'll upset what? Hades. Oh no! Oh, and then this day she's fucked. They're just trying to have a nice holiday on a cruise. <laughs> They're like, fucking hell, we've already rid the world of zombies and Hades. Let's go on a cruise in 1910. <laughs> um, no, I had a thought then, John. Sorry. I think the little demon girl crashes the ship. And at the end, we think everyone on board the ship's died. And the final scene is the little demon girl crawling backwards out of the ocean onto the beach. Definitely. She's, she's ready to wreak havoc on the nearest country she landed in. And like those bits where they've got those underwater vessels to like look at it, they're like seeing odd things like sort of weird lights and flickering things. And yeah. there's some good horror to be had from that. That's good stuff. Thank you. Well, thank you, Stu. How about this one from Martin? Goldeneye. James Bond goes undercover as a goalkeeper. This is Joel's dream. That's one of the great Dream Factory puns, isn't it? Goldeneye. Goldeneye is really the, good. The goalkeeper is the Goldeneye. Yes. <laughs> That's literally there. I don't. I'm, I know. I'm, I know. I'm, I don't watch a lot of John, football. I, I know. I never really, never really quite know where your level of football knowledge is. But there's eleven guys. Yeah. Golden I mean, eye. Okay. So what were the? Well, here's the thing, John. More and more and more evil despotic regimes are taking over football clubs. So it's not out of the question that in the next James Bond film, a supervillain buys a football club for nefarious means. Because you know we've got football clubs owned by Saudi Arabia. Abu Dhabi, mm. soon possibly Qatar. The next logical step is that they will be owned by a supervillain that lives in a volcano lair. Yes. And let me tell you, the fans would get behind them immediately. <laughs> if if some guy called Dr. Evil bought <laughs> Leeds United, Leeds fans would be out in the streets saying, fantastic, we can use Dr. Evil's money to sign, you know, Alexander Isaac. So... Mr. James Bond. Mr. Wicked. No, Mr. Sinful. Mr. Corrupt. Mr. Dishonorable. Yeah. Captain Corruption. Captain Corruption. <laughs> um, I, I love the the image of the pitch flipping over to reveal a massive laser that's yes. pointing at the sky. And it's just zapping. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it zapping at? An estate agent well, by any chance? It's a estate agent record, 007. Uh, he is because it's Goldeneye in my head. This is Pierce Brosnan. Just for the record, it is absolutely, Pierce Brosnan. absolutely. And I think we've got training montage where he learns how to become a goalie. I think we've got an amazing bit where he gets a lot of football themed gadgets. There's a football with a bomb in it. There's hyper extending <laughs> gloves. There's boots, and each of the studs is a bullet. It, oh. You know, it, this stuff writes itself. And he's wearing big garish '90s goalkeeper shirt. And mm. he doesn't want to put it on because he's, you know, he's a straight tux the whole time. I love it. Yeah. He gets into this team. They sign him up and uh, he exposes it from within. And it's like cup final day. The plan is to blow up Wembley, right? That's, yeah. That's definitely going to be the plan. And he saves the day. And somehow also wins the FA Cup. <laughs> but that's, that is slightly problematic because he's winning it for the bad guy, I guess. Mm. Well, uh, 
I think this is great, and I don't think this should be the case, but maybe he's playing the team that are playing the evil evil team instead. Yep. Yeah, nice. And it That's goes good. to he's on he's on the side of good guys. And he goes to penalties, and the only way that the 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 ball bomb will trigger the destruction of the entire Wembley is the evil team scores the the, the yes. goal in and he puts him it's um what's it called sudden death ironically obviously and <laughs> he saves the ball saves wins the fa oh, cup it doesn't detonate that is fantastic there we go good stuff uh, and for the record the, the the guy that was about to shoot that has never lost a penalty in his entire career that's that's why they're that's why they're confident that this will work like yeah, it seems a like a cr- plan. exactly but they hadn't thought of Bron they've, Hahn they've done in goal. Is they've they've paid off the referee to give away as many free kicks and penalties during the game as they can <laughs> And Brosnan saves every single one. It's getting ridiculous. Like he's saving a penalty a minute in this game. And it keeps cutting back to the, the villain in, the, in his box and he's tearing his hair out. And I don't know what to do. He's like, yeah, he's never he's never missed a penalty in his life. And there's like 17 that he's missed in one game. Uh, and there's this huge plot hole that we don't explain, where is that they change ends at halftime. And if he, but he also then needs to score in the other one, but it doesn't count if they score an own goal. <laughs> They can't score an own goal because that will not detonate the bar. I love it. There's some really clunky dialogue where, they, where yeah. they're like, what about an own goal? He's like, it would not work. So don't even try. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Hey, John. Yes. Would you like an idea from me? I'm going to give you an idea from me on the subject of football. Whoa. Whoa. I'm this ready. This one's from me. Next Joel wins. In a world of successful Joels, there is a purge of the feeble. Joel Grove is sent to coach a team of the world's weakest Joels. He must teach them the way of Joel before it's too late. I would love to do that. <laughs> there's a Joel 11. So we're in a distant future. It's a future, John, where there's no borders. And as a result, there being no borders. You know, it's a lovely, we live in a lovely communal world where borders are broken down, but it does make the World Cup difficult. <laughs> and so the way that they've format the World Cup now is that they you just get a squad of people of namesakes together. <laughs> and the Joels have never qualified for the World Cup <laughs> on name, you know, the name only World Cup. And I go and I coach those boys to victory. I was trying to think, you, I'd imagine you'll be able to do this better than me. I was thinking about incredible footballers who have the same name. And the only one that came up in, to mind was Ronaldo, but that's surnames. Yeah, that is surnames. There'll be loads of Johns. Mm, that'd be, the John team wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> yeah. I like it. That's the new Taika Wahiti film, right? And I saw an immediate and strong backlash to that trailer. I think people are a bit sick of his. They're shtick, over it, which is aren't a they? shame. People are over it. I mm. guess it is a shame. I, I sort of felt a bit ambivalent to it. I would recommend, even if you've got no, you don't even need that much of an interest in football. The documentary that is based on is phenomenal. The true story, the real documentary, is brilliant. And I, you know, it's probably a classic case of saying. Why even watch the fictionalized version when there is such a brilliant documentary? But my hope would be a big Hollywood film will actually send a lot of people to the documentary. So I'm never that cynical about, you know, when they do the big film, I never feel that cynical about it because I think, but people are going to seek out, even if 5% of people that watch that film seek out the documentary, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, um, for sure. But I, I do also get from a creative standpoint, like, you know, I, what is it there for? But you're right, exactly. There's a, there's the, docu- only a s- the documentary's existed for like 10 for years. Sure. So if you if you haven't seen it you're unlikely to find it now i don't imagine more people have seen the trailer for this film than have seen the documentary oh, full stop what, so doubt. yeah it sort of gets it out there doesn't it yeah yeah so it's but about i do also the, find i do also find the sense of humor a little bit grating now i think 
Is it American Samoan team? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Who are like the least successful international football team of yeah, all time? Yeah, they they lost. They had the record loss in international game, which is like thirty two nil against Australia, I think. Well, at least they're playing against that incredibly difficult team that is Australia. They they needed Pierce Brosnan in goal. Hey, John, here's one from me <laughs> that I definitely weirdly had already thought of before this episode: the pursuit of zappiness. <laughs> Will Smith and his son. Will Smith, <laughs> Will Smith and his son, a mad scientist, <laughs> running out of cash, desperately seeking investment for his bre- his amazing zapping machine. In the end, he gets it. Everyone cries. It turns out to be an evil machine, and everyone gets zapped to death. I was trying to think of the idea of like, yeah, this incredible invention that I can't imagine how we lived before the zapping machine. <laughs> before we could zap. <laughs> Sounds like a taser. It's basically describing a taser. Will Smith, inv- Will Smith invents the taser. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very oh, good. Good stuff. Anyway, we need to shoot, John, because as we speak, Will Smith is entering my living room armed with a taser. <laughs> and he's bad enough with his bare hands. Ah, oh, well done, John. Well done, Joe. That was um, fun. We didn't pick I a felt, winner. I felt, I felt a bit manic. The winner was Goldeneye. Yes, fine. I was just checking. Without a doubt. I felt a bit manic because I I got home a minute before we recorded. And we're up against it tonight because of me and my work schedule. I think we can really, any energy, we can make it work. We can harness it. Except for sleepy. That's when we're in trouble and we have to slap sleepy, our faces before recording. I would, sleepy and very full up. That's yeah. when I'm at my worst. I'm like a big sloth man. Have have you consumed anything? No, you're watching loads of football. I haven't including, consumed anything. Including a game in one minute's time. Have I consumed anything that isn't football? I don't think so, but I'm going to go and see Guardians of the Galaxy on Friday. Oh, very nice. I'll be watching it um, you know, this weekend you know, There'll be well. plenty of in that film, John. Zapping. There we zap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I consumed. A hundred pasties because I went to a wedding in Cornwall over the weekend. Oh. I had pasties for breakfast, pasties for lunch. At the end of the wedding... What do they bring out for the drunk Late kids? night pasties. Pasties. Pretty. I've never, I, I think that's genuinely my annual quota for pasties done. I, I, it's not something oh. I have frequently. No, but delicious. Oh, absolutely. Would recommend. Uh, also, because I was in Cornwall, I took a train there. And so I've watched, I watched a couple of films on the train. They were both good, right? But as a result, I found one very disappointing and one incredibly, surprisingly good. So I watched Shazam 2, which everyone hated. But mm-hmm. I thought it was fun. And if you like the first Shazam, it's more of the same. I thought it was great fun. And the other one I watched was Moon Age Daydream, which is the David Bowie documentary from, oh, by the yeah, guy yeah, did yeah. Montage of Heck. And I thought it was good. And as a result, I was slightly disappointed because I've obviously I wanted David Bowie documentary yeah. to be amazing. So it was inter- It was more like, you know, rather than like a David Bowie was born here and did this, it's much mm-hmm, more sort mm-hmm. of vibey, if that makes sense. It's right. All yeah, the, yeah. All, pretty much all the audio is just audio of him speaking for his life. That's uh, pretty cool. And it's lots, yeah. And the visuals are quite cool, but yeah, as a result, it feels more like a a vibe than it ma- maybe necessarily yeah, yeah, does yeah. like a a potted history of Bowie. So yeah, Fair that's play. on Netflix though. So you've got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Well done, John. Well done, well everyone. Done, Thanks for sticking with it. Uh, same time next week. Peace and love. Bye bye. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then. You'll be the best listener.